Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com, IWork, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, have you joined the I Work For Him Nation yet? Have you taken the time to look at the commitment we're asking for? Again, it's not a club that you join. It's not, we're not looking for uh, your dues. We're not looking for you to... Uh, um, to write us a dissertation on why you should be a member. We're looking for Christ followers across America and around the globe to make the commitment to make a difference in their workplace. We're looking for Christ followers that are willing to start praying to make that difference by praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. We're looking for people that are willing to serve those in a workplace, willing to befriend those that they work alongside each and every day. We're looking for members of the I Work For Him Nation, to look for opportunities to pray with those that they work with. All along, members of the I Work For Him Nation are setting the standards for excellence in their workplace. IWorkForHim.com. IWork4Him.com. That's what we're looking for. That's where we're looking for those kinds of people. Just step up, step out, make a difference in the lives of those around you by praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Go out to iWorkForHim.com, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. You know, Martha, we've been getting guests, or not guests, how about we've been getting calls, members joining from all across the globe under the I Work For Him Nation. It's, it's been pretty cool. It is. It's pretty amazing to see that there are people listening all over the place that are being encouraged by the guests that come on the show, the books that we are talking about, and the ministries that are being highlighted and um, the fact that there are people all over, that this is a universal conversation for Christ followers. And that's pretty exciting. It is exciting. And what's fun is that, you know, first of all, I, I still am stymied by the fact that people are responding all over the world, and, and which is cool. That's that's when you know that the Lord is doing something. First of all, anywhere outside of Tampa Bay in our little, old little town that we live in, for people to be touched by our work for him is pretty neat. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about the fact that you said, you know, we're not asking for dues. Of course, it's free. People can, you know, but the it really does, in a sense, cost something because it's a commitment to go to our Lord and Savior and offer up our um, coworkers and employees in prayer every day. So it's it's way more than financial due. It's a due of our heart and a commitment to give of that to um, our fellow people now we've been promising window stickers for a little while oh my goodness i knew you were going to bring this up (laughs) (laughs) so so here's the deal the The template that i was given i think it's too little to read and your whole thing is like 
I want people to be able to read it. You know, the whole idea behind putting something on the window of your back of your car is for people to see what it actually says. Right. Absolutely. So I, there's a little tweaking needing to happen. And, you know, it's amazing how one little thing like this can be so time consuming and <laughs> seems like it takes forever. But I want to do it right. And unfortunately, sometimes that means being more patient. Well, and you are the ultimate epitome of patience. And I'm grateful that and you're, you're not. No, no I'm, I'm not. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That no, was not just, where I was expecting that to go. Okay, I just want everybody to know he never brings this up except on the air. So, <laughs> Well, it's conversation. It is. We're just having fun. I know. And I, know. And I can't wait to start so seeing those bumper stickers across. I'm just I'm just telling everybody. I'm sorry, honey. Did I embarrass you? No, not at all. I was prepared for it today. You were? Today you were prepared for it? <laughs> I So I was thinking about the my latest, you know, little hiccup. <laughs> well, yes, I saw it. Martha, I stood like 20 feet away from the bumper sticker going, yeah, that's too small. You never park 20 feet away from anybody at a stoplight. You're like, you know, right you think them. I'm right on their bumpers. I am not right on their bumpers. Yes, I, I bet there's yes. 10 feet between the cars and me. You no. just think you think. Maybe it's well, maybe it's because I want to so, read their bumper stickers. Your car's so little. It's like you can go car. underneath them. I have Sorry. a little. Well, I'm not. Well, you're one driving a minivan. That's right. It's safe. Yeah, safe. You put me in the death mobile every day, driving <laughs> across the Howard Franklin. Good gas mileage. Uh, oh. So, you know, I, I, I want to remind everybody, you know, this is I Work For Him. And one of the things that we have latched on as almost our theme verse, but really it's the theme verse of the paradigm shift that it takes in our minds in order to recognize that we need to change the way we think in order to be a Christ follower in a workplace. Most of us. Not all of us. Most of us have grown up in a church environment that didn't encourage, didn't help us to recognize that our workplace is our mission field. Most of us didn't grow up in a church that told us that in our mission field, our workplace, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. Most of us grew up with the thoughts that, well, if we want somebody to come to Christ, we got to invite them to church and let the pastor do the work. But I'm telling you, Martha and I are both telling you, that's not the way it rolls. You and me... We're the pastors in a workplace. We're the ministers in a workplace. Yeah. You know what? I think I think the key to that conversation about what we've heard at church versus not heard at church is that we really, in the past, have not had um, a concept of integration. That, you know, when the pastor always charges people at the end of the service, you know, go out and be disciples. But we always think that's just at home and in the neighborhood. And where do we spend most of the time? But in our workplace. You're listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, right here in Tampa Bay. That's right, in Tampa Bay. It's beautiful here in Tampa Bay, but we're broadcasting all over the world on iHeartRadio, letstalkfaith.com, iTunes, the radio archives off of iWorkForHim.com, as we're kind of taking it easy today. We've got lots of different topics to talk about. Looks like I might have misscheduled my guest for today, so we're just going to keep moving on, and if we can get a hold of her, we'll bring her on. It sounds looks like it's my fault. I... I uh, I could use a full-time assistant. Oh, I have a full-time assistant. (laughs) And I've got a wife. And they're different people. Anyway, you're listening to I Work For Him right here on Tampa Bay's Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. And what's fun about this show is every day, Martha and I try to bring topics, try to bring conversations that challenge you and I to a deeper faith and dig to dig deeper in our faith when it comes to our workplace. And one of the things that we see a lot of couples, we just had lunch with with a guy, you know, but I'm going to step before, before we go into that. 
I got to talk about Mel, the dental hygienist. Oh, let's I promised talk her, about Mel. I promised her yesterday that I'd highlight her, and I got so busy. <laughs> you know, we've, I've got this fantastic dentist. In fact, if you'll all go, he's, he's not paying for advertising. I'd like him to be an advertiser, and I work for him. So you can pressure him a little That's right. when you call. <laughs> Dr. Paul Eckstein from eDental out there in Seminole, and he's got this hygienist. She is top. She's like number one hygienist in the world, and her name is Mel, and I won't give away her last name. And she always says the funniest things. And she's the one that, and the only woman in the world has ever been able to get me to floss on a fairly regular basis. And yesterday she says to me while we're sitting in the chair, have you ever seen plaque? It kind of looks like cottage cheese. I'm like, that's just disgusting. Gee, that's appetizing. And then while she's cleaning my teeth, she goes, what did you have for breakfast? I'm like... <laughs> Didn't you brush I after brushed you my teeth breakfast? afterwards, and she still found a frosty flake. Oh, busted. And then we're talking about this. We're just going on and on about something else. And, wait, wait, wait. Was this a two-way conversation, or is it the typical one-way conversation? Okay. conversation. That's what it, that's what it I is. I just wanted to clarify. So, But in, in her workplace, she's pretty phenomenal. And and, and then... So she, what did she say? She said, No, I can't think of it, because you, you, oh, you, you lost my train of thought. You posted it's not your it fault. I did. I posted it on Facebook, you so we'll have to forget. Said, she said... Okay, I'll talk while you... Fi- Are you going to look it up? Yeah, you talk okay. while I look it up. Okay, so... So what's really funny is that Jim actually took a selfie with her with his mouth full of stuff. I don't know what was in your mouth. It was the was fluoride working. treatment. Oh, that's what it was, the fluoride treatment. So, um, And she then said, several people commented. They're like, hey, she cleans my teeth, and I can't believe you posted that. And oh, yeah, she's unbelievable. Well, and really just an example of a, a person doing an excellent job. We're, we're talking about we, some long story about the dentist and how he met his wife, and, and, and instead of how the plot thickens, she goes, hey, and how the thick plottens. <laughs> Okay, all right. Mel, the hygienist, E-Dental in Seminole, Florida. If you're looking for a hygienist, she's a great one. Make sure you tell her that Jim from I Work For Him sent you. Martha and I endorse, clearly endorse them. They're a fantastic dentist's office. Makes me almost not be afraid of going to the dentist. I really don't like the dentist. All right, this show's not about going to the dentist, though, Martha. No, but you know what? I'm just going to say something there because that that your relationship with Mel is just another example of how... You are learning in everyday life to integrate your faith and have conversation about what God's doing in your life, about books that you're reading, about, um, you know, people you've had on the show and stuff. And I think it's a real encouragement to me because we know that um, that, you know, you you're learning even even when your mouth is full of your fluoride treatment, you can still have a conversation. Well, I wasn't talking with that in my I mouth. I know, I know, I know. But the you know, that's what most people visualize when they think about going to the dentist and having a conversation. It's really pretty much one sided. Well, I was able, we were able to get a conversation about the five love languages and when I went back in there yesterday, she tells me she read the book and she could tell me what her love languages were. That's awesome. And it's so important in her it, it, just fantastic. In life. It is it is cool. Okay, so Let's let's focus today on some of the things that we're working on in our own lives, maybe our business lives. You know, one of the things, uh, how about this? We're going on vacation. So I wrote your a blog. I wrote a blog about vacation. Yes, you, you know, did. Was a that lot this of pe- week's blog? It was. Last... No, it was this week's blog. Okay. Well, I don't know. What's the date today? Yeah, that's this week's blog. <laughs> yeah, baby. We could use a vacation. There's no question about that. Hey, let's go. Yeah, I think we should. But one of the things that I think a lot of people in the workplace think, well, vacations are for sissies and that there's really no point. First of all, vacations cost money. And when I go away, it's hard to get ready to go on vacation. Then it's harder even so when you come back and you got emails block, locking up. And, and, and so a lot, and a lot of people don't go on vacation anymore. They go away with their families 
put their phones always on, they're answering emails, and we figured out a secret way to go on vacation, didn't we? I don't think it's a secret completely because of the fact that this is an industry that seems to be really booming. Okay, so there's millions of people that know the secret. It still makes it a secret. Okay, tell them the secret. Go on a cruise. Why was that, Jim? Because your cell phone cotton picking won't work. Unless you pay for it to work. Right, which is Don't really wicked expensive. All right, so, but we just learned early on in our marriage that, first of all, I need time off because I get cranky, I get uptight, and I just need, I, I can, I get to a point where I can't hear the voice of the Lord well enough because I'm so busy all the time. I'm always pounding, 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 and I just need to get away. And when we used to drive, Far distances. Well, from the tundra down to Florida. Yes. And that was part of your detox time. That's right. My detox time. Along the highway. People find that hard to believe going through Nashville, Chattanooga, and Atlanta that you could detox. But yes, you can. Yes. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of the print that we have above your dresser in our bedroom. And it says, come away with me to a quiet place and I will give you rest. And that's found in John. And actually, we have that on a couple things in our house because... I think we need to be reminded of that a lot. And um, I'll say it again. Come away with me to a quiet place and get some rest. That's it, my, you know, paraphrase. <laughs> well, but it's it's so true. I mean, we are at the point, we have literally haven't gone on vacation in a year. We've had time off, but it wasn't vacation. I mean, we had a lot of family at Christmas time. That wasn't vacation. Nice. Yeah, and so I was going to say, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Mom and thing. Dad, if you're listening, love I love it. you. That's right. But the point but it was is, a vacation. is that you need to be able to um, really disconnect from your daily schedule because um, God has wired us to go and to um, do tasks and to um, create and do whatever it is that our job requires of us to do. But he also created us. You know, we need sleep every night. And a lot of us Yeah, how's that steal. working for you? Well, some nights better than others. But a lot of us steal from that. And therefore, our body suffers. And um, I think a lot of people can relate to the fact that they, you know, okay, how many times is it that you're like, okay, I finally have a Saturday where I can sleep in. And then you don't. And, and then the garbage truck comes and empties the <laughs> dumpster behind your house and the neighborhood behind you at you 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. so Sorry. it's like an alarm that goes off anyway. And there was nothing we can do about that. But the point is, is that even when we sometimes have the opportunity, we're not able to because our bodies are in... Um, this heightened state. I was actually talking to my doctor about it because you've heard this whole talk about cortisol and how God created us with adrenaline for when we have an accident, when we're in a crisis, our body can um, react and you can feel less pain and things like that. But we can't live in that heightened uh, level of cortisol and adrenaline because our body can't take it. We need to be able to relax and get down. And and listen, we're preaching to the choir <laughs> because we all need to remind each other it's okay to get away. And you got to pray just to make it today. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> I love that MC Hammer song. You know what, Ace? We have got to make that as one of the in and out songs. We got to pray just to make it today. I mean, MC, that is I, That video has transformed my life. Uh, I'm not sure I can ever get those parachute pants out of my mind, but it, it is the 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 point of it all yeah. but it is it is true when when we have gone away normally we just get a week away by ourselves a year sometimes it's just a long weekend but it is um so important to just be quiet and a lot of times i need to be quiet 
so I can hear the Lord, and it takes me several days to get my spirit just to relax. Now, we understand that going away vacations are not for the, I mean, sometimes they're just too expensive for a lot of families, but it's still okay. If you got a work cell phone, it's still okay then. When you're on vacation, put the cell phone off. Shut it off. Don't check your emails. Get away. If you can't afford to get away from home, just get away with your family and be home. Especially if you can do it during the summer when the kids are at school or whatever. But it is, you know, for Martha and I, as we look forward to going on vacation in a couple of weeks, it is, uh, you know, it's a lot of work with the radio show, but we've got some phenomenal guests coming on. Unbelievable guest hosts coming on with unbelievable guests. But it is, uh, I'm looking forward to vacation. I mean, I, we should have gone away last year in the spring you know, I instead think, of remodeling. I think that that's a really, no, but we enjoyed that because we, we were home and we did things that we wanted to do every day. So that was really good. So It seems like five years ago. It does. Yeah, I was like, when did we do that? Five was just a year so, ago. So you know what? You just said something that made me think of another reason why it is good for people to, to plan a vacation the anticipation you said looking forward to it because a lot of times we wake up in the morning we aren't looking forward to something but sometimes having something to look forward to is enough to um, encourage us to have a little bit more you know spring in our step as they say by the way i just got a text somebody just said your picture with the dentist was just a little bit icky Icky, come on. That's because some people won't like the taste of fluoride, but fluoride makes my teeth strong. It is good and for you. And you know what? It was just an impromptu thing. I did it because I thought, this is going to be a funny post. Nobody ever posts humiliating pictures of themselves in the dentist chair with the fluoride tray in their mouth. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, for a special edition Jim and Martha Brangenberg show on I Work For Him. We're taking it easy, kind of free-flowing today, just for fun. We thought we'd do that. You make me laugh when you say my last name. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know my last name and you know it. Uh, well, it's just funny. It's for the listeners, honey. It's not for you. I know you know the last yeah, name. You even know how to spell Jim it. And, we're just Jim and Martha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Martha's husband. That's why most, most people are like, oh, I know Martha. Yeah, I'm just her husband. Aww. 32 uh, years. Are you going to talk about that? Or did you yesterday? No, I didn't get a chance to talk about that yesterday, but I was going to welcome people back and okay. thank them for listening. We're so grateful that you're tuning in today. We're hoping that something we say today will inspire you to dig deeper into your faith, that you would look at, you know, Martha, I just try to live transparently before the audience. And there's lots of things that we talk about all the time, but it is one of those fantastic opportunities to just be alongside my bride today. We did yesterday celebrate. Are we done talking about vacation? No. Everybody should go on vacation. There we go. And it's my blog next week. It's not this week. Right. I did so it already. We, I wrote it We gave it them a sneak peek. That's right. You, too, should go on vacation. You should sign up for the I Work For Him blog. Go out to iworkforhim.com. Sign up for the blog. It, it, once a week, it comes out. And I always try to make it something marketplace-oriented, but personal, from my own little experience. You know, I, I talked about the fact that I'm, we went on vacations as kids. I mean, you <laughs> went camping, and you won't go camping now, ever, <laughs> because... Thanks. A, yeah, anyway, okay. Sorry, mom and dad. Yeah. Martha not didn't really my like, favorite. Not her favorite deal. Martha's idea of roughing it, days in. I'm thinking a 36-foot coach, but that's ridiculous. So. <laughs> that's your idea of roughing it? That's camping. I'll I didn't start say roughing it. Hampton I said We'll just stay at Hampton Inn every time. Or Hampton Holiday Inn Express. Nice. It is nice. And okay. you could drive. we could drive our little Scion and get 80 times better gas mileage than a 36-foot coach. This is true. All right. So we're done with vacation. But it is important. We're taking vacation this year. One, just the two of us. And another one, with all of our kids and grandkids from all over the country, we're hoarding them into a small little wooden cabin up 
near Pigeon Forge. Little cabin in the woods. <laughs> Little cabin in the woods on top of the mountain with indoor plumbing. That's right. And an outdoor um, fireplace. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. We'll be able to put Roast explosives in there. No. No explosives? Roasty marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless your marshmallow explodes. Marshmallows. Did you catch my post on Facebook, though, of the marshmallow farm? That was pretty cute. Yeah. You'll have to look on my Facebook page if you want to know what I'm talking about. Okay, so yesterday, Martha, it was a very special day. Not only was it my, would have been the anniversary of my grandmother's 105th birthday. Okay. Yes. She's been gone for a little while. But yesterday was the 32nd anniversary of our first date. Very first date. And I walked, we came home late that night. And uh, the next morning, I came up and told my mom, I'm going to marry that girl. That's I, just, I'm I still can't Martha. believe you said that. I did. I said it. That was that bold prophetic sense that I had. Mother. <laughs> I was I wasn't even 17 yet. Nope. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, now I got to ask. Yes, I got to ask this guys. What did you do on your first oh, day? I'm okay, so, so glad you I'm, asked. Thanks Ace for asking that. We Martha and I were both planning a prom alternative at our church because our church didn't allow dancing. You're just retarded. Like, it doesn't talk about dancing in the Bible. No, not that kind of I don't of even think we really focused on that. It no. was just that we had a bunch of friends that all went to different schools, too. So yeah. we thought it would be more fun to do an alternative so we could all dress up and go together. Right. So we did this prom alternative thing, and Martha and I were both planning it, but... I was dating a girl from my high school, and Martha wasn't currently dating anybody. She had just broken up with one of my good friends. And did I say that on the air? Sorry. Yeah, you did. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, go on. No, I was 17. I was 17 already. Okay. Yeah, I was 17. Okay. And uh, so one of my buddies, Scott Evenson, who was on the air with us less than a month ago. Yeah, the, a couple Fridays ago. He said, we were both working at the church. We were raking leaves. I can remember we were raking the spring leaves after the snow melted. He goes... Why don't you and Martha just go together? Whew. Words of the Holy Spirit. I was like E.F. Hutton speaking. It, it was. It was. Those words have rung in my head for years, Ace. Thank you, and, Scott. That's right. And so we, uh, I called her and said, well, why don't we go out together? And it was, I was done then. I was like, wow. So I, my this, mom made me a beautiful red taffeta dress. She made me a nice red suit. No, no I, I had a suit already. You had a suit and you waxed your dad's Bonneville. That's right. That's right. What year was that Bonneville? 79 Bonneville, I think yep. it was. It was black. Landau top. It was shiny. Black velour interior. It was perfect that night. So we went out. Went out for uh, the dinner was at church. Chicken Kiev, if I remember correctly. Martha hates chicken Kiev. <laughs> That's all right. And then and then uh, we went out for a walk around Minnehaha Park, which is in Minneapolis. And then we went back to Martha's house and we watched A Man from Snowy River. Yep. That was our And I went home. It was late at night. And uh, we, uh, uh, the next morning I got up. I wake up early. My mom was already up. And I said. Was it, it was Mother's Day. It would have been Mother's Day, wouldn't it have been? I think. Sure. No, no, no. That was the year we got engaged because we got engaged the same day a Whenever year it later. Whatever it was, I went up and told my mother. Yeah. I remember walking up the stairs thinking, I'm going to tell this my mother. I'm going to tell my mother. I'm going to tell my mother. <laughs> I'm going to marry that girl. Yeah. And a year later, yesterday was also the 31st anniversary of the night we got engaged. That's right. That's right. And it Very was, it was not the 30th anniversary when we got married. Nope, that's coming up here in June of this year. Yes, Jim was finishing college, so we had to wait for college to get done, and then we had our wedding. That's right. So there's a little big wow, piece of history. Down memory lane. That's right. Thanks for asking that question, Ace. And it was a very fun evening. And yes, it was a bench front seat. There you go. Yeah, those of you listening today under 30 have no idea what that is. <laughs> 
Ace, have you ever ridden in a car with a bench front seat? Uh, I believe I have, actually. <laughs> and you were three? Probably. Yeah. I, I mean, it was a long time even ago. Even pickup yes. trucks aren't even pick really bench trucks seats have, no, anymore. That's right. They have center consoles and now you stuff. said now jim you said you were dating another girl oh i was oh yeah thank you thanks for bringing that up and so well, interesting I, I, and but she didn't go to my church and so i let her know i was taking martha to the church alternative then two weeks later after i'd already told my mother i was going to marry martha right. i took my other girlfriend to prom he was fulfilling his responsibility. Uh, thanks for bringing okay. that one up, Ace. Yeah, she already had her dress for prom. Was, you piqued my curiosity because oh, yeah. I was dating another <laughs> oh, girl. Like, I'm like, wait a minute here. Yeah, no. Let's talk Man. about the timeline. Moving right along. <laughs> Mr. Brangenberg was playing the field. No, no. It was all in full disclosure. It was in <laughs> well, full that's disclosure. That's no, good. no. It was yes. full disclosure. Yes. Uh, so anyway, moving back. Vacations. How about yeah. some workplace ministry? I, you you know, but it's it's good. What's been incredible is that in the 30 years that we've been married, and in the 32, we've known each other for 34 years already, mm-hmm. is that we've worked together all but about 10 years of those 30. That's correct. And we've done ministry alongside of each other since we were 17 years old. Right. And what's really cool is how God grows you together. And never did I imagine that I can't imagine breathing without you by my side. But you do breathe even when I'm not by your Sometimes side, which I... is good. I'm really glad you do. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Keep on breathing. <laughs> All right. So vacation. We're going on vacation. And, and I wrote a blog about it because you know what? Enough peop- Not enough people take vacation seriously anymore. And honestly... A lot of bosses, Christ followers and non-Christ followers, abuse vacation. They, you know, they let their people um, get two weeks vacation every year or a week vacation, and then when they take it, they they're like they intrude on the vacation. When you, if you're a manager, a supervisor, an owner, when somebody goes on vacation, you let them stink and go on vacation. Don't ask anything of them. I don't care if they run the place. Run it for them. Let them get away. You know, I think one of the challenges is the fact that especially the co- the companies that we work alongside with and we mentor and we help them with their bookkeeping and things at our business is we deal with a lot of small businesses. And when someone um, takes a vacation in a small business, it leaves a gap. And so it is definitely a challenge. But the point is, is that we all need that break. They'll be better when they come back than when they left if you really let them rest. And so really challenge yourself to ask the questions, am I am I looking at this properly and am I treating them nicely as they prepare for their vacation and um, not holding a grudge or anything like that? Because well, sometimes it can yeah. mean extra, it does mean extra work. Yeah, it's like, okay, people. I got to work 80 hours before I go on vacation. I go on vacation for 40 hours. I miss 40 hours. We're going to come back. I got to work 80 hours in order to make up for it. We got a fast moving show. As Martha and I kind of just, we're downloading as we prepare to go away on vacation. We're just trying to share with you guys some of the things that we struggle with. And here's one thing we struggle with. It's a two letter word, not a three letter word, not a four letter word. We struggle with no. No. Tim, Tim Hawkins does the most incredible oh, video word. on the power of no. Awesome. And, and if you don't know who Tim Hawkins is, I'm sorry, but you're going to now go out to YouTube and just Google Tim Hawkins and watch the video on no. Anyway, we need to learn no. But it is what's cool is that we try to live transparently out here. We're just talking about going on vacation. And I wrote a blog on vacation that's coming out next week. And it's because you need a vacation. You really need a break every quarter. Even if it's just a long weekend, just to get refreshed, because sometimes life just gets out of control. 
And I'm speaking now to bosses, managers, and supervisors. If you got people that are going away, don't pile on them before they go away. Let them go away and enjoy it. I mean, so many of us get miserable going on vacation. We just like, it's not even worth it. Yeah, that's not a good way to feel. Have you ever felt that way? Oh, sure. Because it is, it, you know, we, it's, okay, so we spend a lot of time catching up on things that have been sitting on our desk for months, but we feel like it needs to be off the desk before our vacation because we don't want to come back to it. And that's another reason why I think that vacations are actually very, very healthy. Because sometimes if we don't give ourselves deadlines, things just hang over us. And so I always feel like, I know, you know, me, when we go on vacation, okay, I like to have the carpet vacuumed so that when we come home, <laughs> the house is vacuumed. It's not like you walk in and go, oh, I got to vacuum the carpet. And that's Jim's job anyway. So technically the trip to Iowa wasn't vacation, right? Because I did not get the vacuuming done. did not done. vacuum, but I didn't want to harp on you because you, you were don't, thinking it? You don't. You were thinking it? Yes. Oh my word. She was thinking it, but, <laughs> but she didn't say No, wait a minute. What's that? After 30 years of marriage, you didn't bring that up? Oh, we didn't have any time. We were... Yeah. You're right, because we spent nine any, hours at the airport waiting for our plane to leave yeah, that never left. We no were, thanks to Blank Airlines. So, okay, come come down. Calm. <sighs> take a breath. Okay, we're good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> All right, so volunteering. Okay. Here's I wrote a blog about volunteering because so many... It's so easy. And here's what it was. I, this is the glass half empty kind of thing for me. So many of us get so caught up in serving ourselves... We get so self-focused that it gets us depressed because we're always working on, we're, we're always doing things centered around ourselves. Okay. And I learned very long time ago that the best way to get rid of those depressed feelings, we're not talking about somebody who's clinically depressed. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a psychologist, blah, blah, blah. Past results are not guaranteed of future performance. But I do know this. You just got all the disclaimers I, I got all there. the disclaimers <laughs> out there. Uh, and read the fine print when you're signing a lease on a car. It, but what I did notice is that when I serve other people, it gets my mind off myself. It gets my mind off my, my oh, problems. Most definitely. And, and everybody needs to be volunteering in their lives. If all you do is work and go home and uh, watch TV, you're miserable, more than likely. Pretty yeah. stinking miserable. Yeah. You know, I think about the week that we as a family worked the hardest that we had ever worked in our entire life. And I'm talking physically. Oh, yeah. And... We had to pay to get there. Yeah, that was we awesome. We had to give up a week of our family vacation, our time at work, earning income, all of that, and and volunteered and worked the hardest we'd ever worked and came home more rejuvenated than we had ever experienced. And it was because we did a missions project together as a family, and it was hard, and it was tiring, and our feet hurt, every part of our bodies hurt, but we were so invigorated because of of doing it for someone else and not for our own gain. I don't know that I've ever been that exhausted in my entire yeah. life. Yeah. Where you literally shower and go to bed, you like collapse and then the alarm is on the alarm goes off before you even know it the next day. But the um but the cool thing is is that that was that's to me the epitome of that example where you give and you give and you give, and yet you f you get back so much because of the experience. So a lot of us can't afford to give away a whole week of vacation to go serve on a missions trip. And ours was a construction missions trip. But you can get involved locally, whether it's in your church, ministering to a certain group within the church, or maybe it's your neighbors. I mean, one of the things we have found, one of the neatest things we get to do, we live in a neighborhood where most of the people are 
are a little older than us. And we often get the opportunity to help them with projects. And because we live in a townhouse, I run out of projects. I want more projects. And my neighbors have a hard time asking me, but they don't understand that I love to help because it gets my mind off what I do during the day. I mean, I really like to, and I love to do projects that involve using power tools. Yeah. Because I've gotten pretty good with them. Well, mildly good. Yes, you're very good at them. And a lot of times people don't have whatever they need for some little project. And so you love to give in that way. And it it's very fulfilling because it's rewarding because they love it. It helps them make their life easier or whatever. I mean, we're not talking building building fireplaces and cabinets and things like that. We're talking about helping them hang something on their wall that they or fix a shelf or, um, you know, do something with their car or whatever it might be that they just need help with. And and uh, but it's just looking out. for ways to serve other people. Of course, you like cookies in return. Well, yeah, I always tell people that <laughs> I will work for food. A lot of people don't have money to help to to pay you for helping and with a project. For that. And I'm not really looking for it, but I do love food. You do a well, good I mean, piece of pie. If you look on Facebook, or... <laughs> you've seen a picture of me. I like food. When I married Martha, I was skinny. Oh, stop. I was skinny, and all she's done is fatten oh, me yeah. up. Oh, yeah. In 30 I, years, I, I've I gained 85 him. pounds. It's unbelievable. Did you listen to Michelle Spatafora this week? <laughs> <laughs> On Tuesday, the Faithful Workouts. Faithfulworkouts.com. Yes. Yes. Well, we're going to start that after the cruise. We're not going to get on any stinking diet before the cruise or exercise program or healthy eating or nothing because it all gets destroyed on the cruise. Or nothing. Or nothing. That was nothing. great English. <laughs> great. Super. We ain't doing it. Okay. We ain't doing End it. End of story. Okay. But the volunteering thing, I wrote the blog about it because I have seen a lot of Christian business owners, Christ-following business owners, who have decided they've got a passion for doing um a certain ministry. They, they want to invest in a certain ministry. And they actually gain the enthusiasm of their employees. And they will give, they will like have a whole day where they go and work. They take work hours and pay people to volunteer for an organization. But they also then encourage volunteerism once a month to use some of their hours for that. But more than anything, I just like the fact that bosses, managers, supervisors should be encouraging volunteerism because it really helps you have a whole heart. I mean, it's, it's, it's a powerful, it's, 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 a, it's a healing process. Well, there's a lot of people within an organization that will focus on that at Christmas, you know, whether it's uh, going and helping somebody um, put up a Christmas tree or take gifts and rally together in that way. And it just it builds great teamwork at the same time. Martha and I have had the privilege for the last several years to be involved with CBMC and the Tampa Bay Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, which is coming up next Tuesday at 630 a.m. at the Hilton in Tampa. Martha's shaking her head. Okay. All right. It is. You're it, driving. Well, so look, make sure. look it up on the. Yeah, make sure. Look it up on the web while I'm talking about this, Martha. If you okay. would, it's Tampa Bay Mayor's Prayer Breakfast dot com. I got my Tampa tickets. Bay Prayer Breakfast dot com. Uh, so here's we're well, they're bringing on the guest. Wow, I'm so excited. The guest speaker mm-hmm. is somebody we've had on the show. Yes. It was last year, just last year, and he is. Uh, uh, well, you just get Mark Whitaker. Why all of a sudden I couldn't think of his name? Mark Whitaker, the informant. He actually was working for Archer Daniel, Daniels Midland and got involved with some vast conspiracy, went to prison, but in prison, none other than prison fellowship led him to the Lord. That's the so- guy from prison fellowship. How yes, about but- the Nixon informant? 
Oh, yeah. It's it's a good movie. So, um, incurred, I, do you remember, was it on Netflix or did you have to, we rented it? I don't think it was on Netflix, it. but the informant was a good one. Yes. So yeah. if you want to do your homework before you go to the Mayor's Prayer Breakfast and but, know all about him. Right. But the point is that the Mayor's Prayer Breakfast is, is an event for one Christ follower to bring a non-Christ follower or a pre-Christian with them. And it costs like 35 bucks a ticket. But can you imagine spending 35 bucks and being able to bring your bring your friend and have them hear about the Lord, a clear presentation of the gospel and an absolute funny story, really as funny as it can go. Uh, but really, the it's amazing how God is working in Tampa Bay. And every year there's about a thousand people at this breakfast. And I just want to encourage you to go. You can find out more online at tampabayprayerbreakfast.com, tampabayprayerbreakfast.com, tampabayprayerbreakfast.com. If you've got pre-Christians in your life, this is the place to take them. Great breakfast, fantastic breakfast, and it is at the Tampa Downtown Hilton. I was correct. I, I Well, this will be our fourth year in a row that we've we gone. We hope to see you there. Yeah, we'd love to see you there. We'll have our name badges on. Just look for us. I'm the guy that's bald, and I have the cute wife next to me. She's a foot shorter. <laughs> All right, we've come to the end of another I Work For Him radio program. Kind of a mellow format for today, but really we had a lot of fun just sharing with you some things that are going on in our lives. And uh, just really looking forward to vacation in a couple of weeks. Fans stinking tastic. All right, so uh, I hey, last minute message. Hey, in fact, you can have up to four more tickets. That if who will sit with you? We can. Hey, we got people who can sit with us at Tampa. At Dan Shock sending me from CBMC and the Tampa Bay Prayer Breakfast. Email me, text me right now. We're on the air, so they can. Yeah, we can. You got to get tickets. Get them now. TampaBayPrayerBreakfast.com. Thanks so much to our show sponsors, ministries, businesses. We're so grateful that they're supporting our work for him, keeping us on the air every day, really allowing us to interview ministries, authors, and business people who have testimonies to share from around the country. Uh, it, it's an amazing platform. We just want. God to be glorified in the workplace because we know if we bring our faith to work, people's lives are going to be impacted. Mm-hmm. That's why we ask you to join the I Work For Him Nation. Go out to iworkforhim.com, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag, and start making a difference in your workplace tomorrow. we got to remember the enemy takes the battle in our workplace seriously. The battle for the souls of our coworkers and employees. He wants to bring them with him. We want to bring them along with us. iworkforhim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. You know, it was a fun show today, baby. It was. And, and it was good just to hey put out there that we need a vacation. And, and I don't think people could tell on the air, because I'm always pretty up, but I need a vacation. Desperately need a vacation. I am looking forward to spending a week with you. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, and we own our own business, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.